Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day... You want to put an audible on the song, though, first. You gave it away. <laughs> this year, save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. The perfect segue, because we're giving out something special well, tonight. You started out with, like, a baseball chant, and then went to, uh... Went to mix that. it up a little bit. I gotta put the little <laughs> Carl touch on it, but we are giving out something very special. Capri, what are we giving out tonight? It's our year end awards. The second two. annual. Yeah. Woo! Second annual. Mm -hmm. uh, year end awards here. Wrestling makes the world takes. And what a year it was. Just to sit back for a second and reflect. But by the by the way, we didn't get to the intros. For those who don't know us already at this point, we've been doing this for over a year at this point. Yeah. A year and a half almost. I'm C B. And I'm A D. We're here for uh, Back to the Wrestling Makes the World Takes. Back at it, and we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. We've got some dad stuff going on. Um, but we're back for our year-end awards to go out with a bang, as the kids like to say. On fleek. Yeet. Oh what else the kids say today? It's bussin'. It's bussin'. we got a bussin' show for everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> I officially resigned. That's it. Yes, yes. This is... I know, this will be a solo ride or off the now, for a new co-host. Before, before we get into this one, do you think this past year was better or worse than the year before of wrestling? I'm going to hit you with the hard stuff right away. I'm going to say it was better. Uh, top to bottom, I mean, let's, let's, let's look at the pillars of the year. Uh, with, you had... A solid, you had a fun Royal Rumble. You had an excellent WrestleMania. Okay. It's in the first quarter. And then on the other side, of, you had a great Wrestle Kingdom, you know, if you want to look yeah. globally. On the other side of things, you had, in Q1, you had uh, an outstanding feud with Danielson and, and MJF. And MJF's kind of rise to superstardom mm -hmm. this year. Um, I, th I think this year was more of the in-ring year improvement versus the year before. I think, so the, much, I think yeah. the year before was a better mic year yes. than this year. Yeah, because we actually retired one of our uh, yeah. categories off of this, yeah. the promo of the year, because we just, it was like, there was nothing groundbreaking nope. worthy of getting an award this yeah. year. There were some notable promos. We mm. went back and watched a bunch of footage, but there was nothing that said, oh my God, that's the promo of the year. So yep. we're like, all right, we're going to switch it out with our new category. we got pay-per-view of the year, which we're going to put in there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, I think I'm in agreement with you that in-ring quality of things was just was off. three in-ring year. Yes, yeah, I would agree with that. I think it took a step up there, but I think Mike work, we think, took a step back. And what about, I'm going to ask you, do you think the other aspect that makes the magic of pro wrestling, the okay. storylines of 23 versus 22, what do you think? Was it better or worse? I'm going to say worse. Really? So dive into that for me a little bit. Worse. What was so good about 22 that 23 didn't top? I mean, because if you look at it this year, like, you know, there wasn't too many memorable uh, storylines. Whereas, like, the year before, you had the Punk MJF storyline. You had Punk Kingston storyline. Um, Punk Kingston was actually 21, I think. The end of, it was like, yeah. the end of 21. It was like four years. I think, I think there was more more to it I feel like more storyline wise whereas this year was only like maybe like a couple key ones whereas I feel like the year before we got we got more out of it 
I don't know. I think I'm going to disagree. I mean, I think this year was all said, about long-term storytelling. And if you look at it... I think there's only three or four notable ones on the year. Name the three or four notable ones. And I'll try to match it with at least three or four more. From this current year? Yes. Okay. You have uh, Swerve Hangman, mm-hmm. Omega Osprey, um, Punk... Not Punk, I mean Cody Roman. Okay. Um... Those are the most notable ones, really. I'm going to say uh, Usos versus uh, Owens and Zayn earlier in the year was great. Yeah. I'm going to say Roman and Jay Uso was great in the summertime. I'm going to say Jimmy and Jay. Clump them all together. Well, that's not done yet. In like yeah. one of uh, the big infighting of yeah. the family. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, if you want to sneak it in there, setting up for Seth Rollins and CM Punk. Mm-hmm. I know it just happening it's like fresh well, that'll, but be, that'll be next year though it'll go i think that'll be a next year one yeah but if you look at it the feud kind of started earlier in the year seth rollins put out that video saying he's a cancer stay away from here yeah. ah. and now he's and then punk shows up at survivor series and he's flipping him off and everybody's like is that work or is mm-hmm. this part of the story and i think it was probably a lot of realism that also they turned into a storyline yeah now is obviously a storyline yeah um, but mm-hmm. I, you, know, you had Cody and Brock for what that was, the, yeah. the trilogy. So I want to go with 23 was a little better than 22. Um, there's just, I think a lot more variety, not so much like one big, like world title feud that just blew everybody away. Yeah. Well, I think what it affected it too, is like, you look at it like feud wise in WWE, most of their notable feuds happened in the first half of the year. Whereas, yes. the, whereas the second half of the year, there wasn't anything notable. I think that's why I go with the year prior. It's because mainly for them this year, they like outside that the fuse they had to start the year, it really you know took a downturn. I, I think. No, I, I agree. I feel like a lot of times, and their fuse involved the same people. No, I can see. I can see that to where like they will load up January through April, mm-hmm. and then. I feel like they go on autopilot until SummerSlam. Yep. Um, yeah. But AEW, now they have the tentpole show. They have their WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which is all in now in the summertime. Yeah. And I guess another one you could say, but that was like, you could say it was like two parts of a year. It was like one was the year before, and this year was Edge and Finn was like played in the both years. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and then the rekindling yeah. of, but of I think the Copeland, be- formerly known as Edge, and yeah, Christian but, Cage. Yeah, but I think the first part of the lap, like the Finn Edge, he was better, which went into the previous year. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of realism this year too. I mean, if you want to blend in from the end of twenty two until present day, you had obviously the brawl out situation, yeah, leading to a very public feud with AEW and Tony Khan and. Uh, Ace Steel and CM Punk and then they come back and then the few with Jack Perry and then where's he going to go next? and then he gets fired and yep. then he comes back and um, you know now it's that now it's like pending into like his relationship with potentially Zasloff and broadcast negotiations I want to ask you about that too because this might be our last kind of recording before all that hopefully comes to fruition by yeah. the end of the year who knows how soon that'll happen at this point well, I think they're they got to probably make a decision very soon because 
I don't know what part of the year the raw deal expires. Or is it the end of twenty? It might be the end or like fall. Might be I fall, think they run through fall. I think it might be fall because they always make a big about the fall lineup. So I think it might be till fall. Yes. Yeah, because SmackDown started on Fox in October. Yeah. And I believe in October it's going to USA Network. So I'd assume Raw is probably the same. Yeah. Because they've run like the... Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, but it's a little concerning, I think, industry-wise, that the number one show in all of wrestling doesn't have a TV deal less than a year out Monday Night Raw. Well, I think you could never... say now it's kind of switch. I think it's number two behind SmackDown. I think number-wise it is. Yeah, I think that'll shift back because SmackDown going from Fox, which is much more exposure, easier to find. Yeah. Well, I just think it's USA. the length of Raw. They need to cut the length to ha- compete with SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's concerning. I, and I don't, I don't know if that's because Vince McMahon would have maybe just settled and kept it with USA, but now they got new ownership and they're trying to just milk it for whatever they can get and yeah. maximize um, whatever dollars they can so that, and there's other things like streaming channels in there now with yeah. like Amazon and all that. So, Capri, give me your take on the whole broadcast landscape. Another hard question. Okay. What does the broadcast landscape for pro wrestling look like in 2024 and beyond? Like, where are people going to be? What shows are on what channels? Obviously, besides the ones we already know. I mean, the only one that's in the unknown is, you know, AW's what done the end of next year. I think their deal's up right end of 2024. Uh, I'm going to say, they started in October as well on yeah. TNT, TBS. I think, so I'm going to say probably the same. I think they stay. I still keep leaning towards FS1. Not FS1, I mean FX for um, Fox. You think Disney pulls out the checkbook for uh, Raw or Amazon? I'm between those two. Amazon would be such a gamble because it's... Well, yeah, I think their viewership would take a hit, but... You know, it would take it just or Turner goes, sort of TBS goes all in and uh, has all the wrestling like they because they could lose the NBA rights possibly and they just go all in on the wrestling market and they have everything. Yeah, total nonstop turmoil and total yeah. uh, brawling station. If you want to turn the yeah. acronym into something, because really they just have shows on then Monday. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, wrestling. They could because, you know, it's going to cost you multiple billions of dollars to keep the NBA. Yeah. They're already spending, I don't know what they're spending for the NHL, and I don't think the NHL yeah. draws a huge amount of eyeballs for them. No. Like, I, I think, think it's not like the NBA, but the NBA losing the NBA would be a big blow, especially for how long they've had NBA on TNT with Shaq, Ernie, uh, Kenny, and Chuck. The, yeah, it's just TNT and NBA are just like spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, but I mean, it used to not be because you used to have NBA on NBC. Yes, and then they went over to ABC, and I don't They're talking about NBC's back and running to get NBA back. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to get that old, like, yep. round rock yep. soundtrack back and everything like that. Tony Khan will lose the rights to that song. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> that's fine, I'm sure. But, yeah. I. I'm still leaning FX right now. FX Raw. Well, they're not going to USA. No. Uh, because S- S- USA already blew their load on SmackDown. Yeah. And they want too much money to have both now. They used to be able to do both, but new ownership's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick there for now. 
until your other information. I'm nervous, nervous, nervous. Um, I'm gonna. Go I'm gonna say Raw's gonna go to TNT. We'll, we'll find out. That's what I'm. My, if I had to pick one right now, I'm gonna say Raw ends up on TNT, just from the reports I'm reading and. Um, so I'm going to go with that Okay. for now. Um, I think it does really depend. I don't know when the NBA deal is supposed to be finalized. When do they have to make uh, a decision? I'm going to guess this will be the last season, right? Maybe, right? they got to make a decision before that. They're not yeah. going until June. Yeah. Um, I would say probably have to hear something by the end of the year. Like, they got to start planning and... It could, yeah. So I think the last one was announced like February when they signed with Fox, right? It was like February? Something like that. The SmackDown one, I feel like, came together really quickly. And it, yeah. was, it wasn't a big announcement because they're going to a smaller network. USA no, but I'm saying when Fox. they signed with Fox originally, I think they announced like February, I want to say. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And then when did they announce the deal with TNT back in 2019? I think it was probably the springtime. Yeah, it was spring. Because then they had the, yeah, the, the whole summer they did like the stuff on uh, yeah. Bleacher Report, and then they had the show in October. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a pivotal year. I just hope it works out. My hope is it lands on FX, and AEW sent a long-term deal with Warner, yeah. and everybody goes home happy. Um, and it would be really cool if that, they can also get the AEW pay-per-use embedded into Max and the library into Max mm -hmm. somehow. I'm uh, sure that's part of the new negotiations that whatever Tony's talking about. And I know Tony has a hard-on for getting Ring of Honor or something, too. Yeah. And I, don't, I just don't think Warner wants it. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. uh, we've got it. We're good with AEW. But yeah. I mean, it is basically AEW with different... At this point, I would just replace uh, Rampage with it, because Rampage is just kind of there now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's going to be a pivotal year. I, I hope it all works out for everybody. Long-term deals on all different networks. Everybody's happy. That's what I want. Um, but we'll see. Um, one last hard-hitting question, okay, and then we'll have to get into our regularly scheduled programming here, because I know we've been off air for a little while, there's a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the elephant in the room is uh, CM Punk is back again. Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like every four months we have the same topic. CM Punk is back somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, how long do you think this run lasts this time? We saw the AEW one run was from August until uh, August. It was a one year run. The second one was what three months? It was yeah. June until so you're saying August, before he just months. f's up or till he fucks up and gets thrown out or decides uh, to walk again. I'm gonna say this one goes okay. and He doesn't walk out because I know they're already talking like he wants to eventually take over NXT. That's a tall order. I mean, is he gonna? Uh, so I think he's gotta. You know, if he's he wants to do that, he has to put on the company face, being Mister Happy Go Lucky. So I think he he uh, survives this time. 
So when do you say, uh, what do you think? Three more years of punk. He's forty-seven, right? Oh, I'm gonna punk. say in the five. I'm gonna say five. Five. So he's fifty-two. He's still doing Pepsi yeah. Plunge. Yep. Well, he has a three. I think it's a three-year deal he has, or something at least. So then maybe he does like the yeah part-time kind of thing. Yeah. I'm gonna say I think it's gonna be kind of part-time now. Like he'll do microphone. He'll do promos every week, but I don't yeah. think you're gonna see him in the ring all the time. Yeah, we haven't yet anyway. No, his first match is a house show, I think the day after Thanksgiving with Dominic Mysterio at Madison Square Garden. Yep. Um, I'm going to say something goes awry. I'm going to say, all right, he's probably going to, since he's in a bigger corporation and Triple H is there and mm-hmm. I think can use a lot tol- of things. They have zero tolerance probably there too. I don't think he gets in a physical fight, but I do think some drama stirs up at some point. I think he probably... Okay. Something with Seth Rollins goes awry, or... Who's another loudmouth in the locker room that... Could, a loudmouth? That could start start some shit with him. They'll, I mean, if you told me that Jungle... Two years ago, that Jungle Boy was well, going to be the reason why he gets fired, I would have been like, you're out of your mind. It used to be Matt Riddle was a loudmouth. Oh, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. I mean, Owens is there, but Owens uh, and him go way back, I think, so I think they'll get along. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, so on to the fun stuff. It's uh, Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart, the very next and now we're giving something special. Mm-hmm. We're going to give something special. So, Cap Rooney, what's our first year annual, your, our first second annual year-end award that we're going to give away? Our, fir- our first one we're starting off with this year is uh, Gimmick of the Year. Yeah! Okay, so this is the one we're going with the best character we thought overall, you know, the one that really connected with the fans um, that we felt like. Um, do you want to reveal our winner? If I didn't give a hint enough, make it clear already, but we're going to go to the one and only L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's not a whole lot you need to say about this gentleman. Uh, it it kind of like a journeyman coming in. Uh, yep. even came in as a non-wrestling character. And when they finally put him back into the wrestling ranks again as L.A. Knight uh, and brought him up to the main roster and just let him go. Just caught uh, him like lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle. It's the, not a he first started back as a wrestler, it was like crickets. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just took off. Just took off. He's got the crowd in the palm of his hands mm-hmm. uh, to where he, he headlined a pay-per-view with Roman Reigns. And yep. I, he's obviously set up for some kind of big mania match mm-hmm. this year in some capacity. Um, we will see what that uh, kind of looks like. But uh, hell of a year by L.A. Knight. Oh, yeah. 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 Hell of a year. I mean, they kind of – and they rewarded him, too, for giving him a title match. Yeah, he didn't win it, but that shows they have confidence in yeah. him for what he's been doing and, you know, believe in him. But nobody wins the world titles anymore. It's been it's yeah. been Roman for three years. It's been yeah. Seth for a, almost a year at this point. So Yep. It's uh, – it's going to be, but I think he gets a shot at, and nobody even wins the IC title anymore. That's are nope. still holding that. Nope. Their titles don't change. I think the best thing for him would be to some, uh, well. He's going to win the U.S. title. Win the U.S. Win the U.S. Off uh, Logan Paul. You think it's, that'd be kind of a fun program. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul. That's, and that's my prediction. LA Knight. You can get behind that. The build up to that. Yeah. Fun. So congratulations, LA Knight. Come pick up your trophy. We're not going to give out custom design, but yes, <laughs> yes, we'll put a big fat wiener on the front of it. Yes, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> no one, no one's opening that one. No, yes. 
Uh, but congratulations, LA Knight. Uh, gimmick of the year. Tremendous. All right. On to... <gasps> Shocking moment of the year. Like the Home Alone face. Mm -hmm. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> You want to talk well, this one up? This one's well, kind of a layout. It's as a well. shocking, but also not so shocking. I would say, like part of it's not shocking, part of it is shocking. It's <sighs> a half and half. It was probably the it's probably the most real story in all of pro wrestling the last ten years. Yep. Literally, because it is ten years in the making. Yep. Um, but on the screen, we've got CM Punk's return at Survivor Series. Yeah. Well, you could saying. Well, you ones. could say a shocking moment was him. Like, the two-part, him getting kicked out of AEW and fired, and then him showing back up in WWE. Yeah, that whole bridge from August to November was just, where's he going to go? Is he going to come back? Yeah. Is he done? Maybe Impact's going to throw their load at him. and They did. They were. Equity in the company or something like that to get him to go to the new TNA. They were trying. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if they could. They couldn't afford that. I'm sure they could, because, I mean, they've got... Like Anthem, they own a television network. They they've got yeah. some capital, but I just don't they know. They couldn't come near what number that he probably got to go. That there would be, and I don't think they'd ever get the return on the investment. What are they going to do? No. Sell out like a small tiny yeah. building? Exactly. Like, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna. I don't think it would move the needle to. And front, plus, would CM Punk want to like go from the United Center and Wembley Stadium to like Skyway Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, like yeah. in front big, of five hundred people? Big like, downgrade. Win. Yeah. So it's just crazy how quick the deal came together from the go back. It was like what the week of, of week Survivor off. Series is when it all all came together. I feel like the audience hijacked him or forced him in there because everybody's like, "Oh, he's going to show up. He's going to show up. He's got to show up, or we're going to riot. He's got to yep. show up." Mm -hmm. That's that was the set consensus. Was like on social media, it was like the biggest letdown show ever. Yeah, if he didn't, they're show like, up. if he didn't show up, like everybody in Chicago would like lose their mind. Yep. So, thankfully, they were able to cut some kind of deal. It comes out at the very th final 30 seconds of the show. Yeah, where they did the false uh, closing where they put the little... Uh, oh, yeah, the, the little graphic yeah. up, yeah. everything like that. Um, I uh, was watching, and I'll, I'll be honest here, I was dozing off a little bit. Yeah. Because you know how I am with dozing off mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think I saw... I, I was dozing off, I saw the thing, and I dozed off, and I woke up, and they were doing the recap package. And you saw and it. And I opened my eyes, and I see CM Punk standing there. I'm like, Ugh. So I had to rewind it back and watch yep. everything again. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit, it happened. Yep. It happened. I, I remember waking up, and I see CM Punk in a white t-shirt. You remember I texted you right when yep. it happened, yep. Yep. Um, so CM Punk, congrats for the, uh, how they do it, the Shocker of the Year award. That's not, that's not, it's, it's this. It's that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what will top that next year. I hope nothing, Shocking because that was too stressful. I don't need stress yeah. in my wrestling. Yeah. It's supposed to be my, like, escape. And CM Punk fucking stresses me out too much. It was a soap opera. It was. Next year, I'm hoping for some good TV deals. Everybody gets along, and we just have some good shows. Um, it's always but, something, though. On to the next one. On to the next one. I got a million ways to get it. Choose one. Bring it back. Double your monies. Make a stack. Um, what did that to do with this one? Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> I just start going off on tangents. Yep. Sometimes. Faction of the year. Caparini, take us to faction of the year. So faction yeah. year. I think. I think you know this was kind of a letdown year. As it a whole, for factions, like you know, the year before Bloodline, you know, heavily carried it. The the start of the year. The bloodline carried it, I would say. 
Uh, but, you know, really it came down to just one faction throughout the year. You consistently saw they were consistently always there, consistently, you know, doing good stuff. They have good heat um, all the way through the year. Um, all of them individually, I would say, had a, you know, very strong year, you know, outside the faction as well. Yes. Um, so our uh, faction of the year is the Judgment Day. Yes. Um, you know, it was going to tell you had Finn Balor, who kind of had a feud that spiraled into this year with Edge, um, that had a great payoff. You had Damian Priest, who won Money in the Bank. You have Dominic Mysterio, who has a lot of heat on him. Um, you have Rhea Ripley, who's the women's champion, the most dominant woman they have right now. Um, but then, you know, the only kind of lackluster person they have is J.D. McDonough, who's the new person on the block with them. He's just um, a guy that He's just a guy that's there. Around, yeah. yeah, he's just the throw-around guy. Mm -hmm. um, but as a whole, great faction. And, you know, maybe they have their honorary member, R-Truth, now. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that, yes. That's in they give the comedic aspect. Well, a little change up. Like, hey, you yeah. never know. If the crowd gets behind it, that'll be like the Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. Yeah. It started as a comedy thing and turned into like a very, like, big yeah. deal. They had him show up with jelly rolls yeah. all, right, you know, all over their couch, and they had him show up with a you know a nineteen nineties TV. <laughs> and he got an almost flat screen TV. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that, this wasn't a big faction year. Uh, yeah, the bloodline is still there, and it's been fragmented throughout the years. Definitely not the same as it was yep. in the prior years. In twenty twenty two, obviously the bloodline. Twenty twenty one, you had the elite with Kenny Omega, heel Kenny Omega. We well, had the had the elite reunion this year too. Yeah, but I wouldn't say fat. What do you There's consider still, a faction? Let's ask. Let's start there. A group of people that work together. Well, I would say, I mean, in terms of how many people, can call it a faction. Um, or more. I'm gonna go four. Uh, three. I mean, three, 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 three or more. I think it could be three or more because I mean, because the original the NWO can still consider a faction. They were three, so I think three or more. All right, so we'll go with that. Well, the elite is five. There's five people in the elite. That's true. Well, you had yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was just thinking of their original part of the year. They were doing that best of seven yeah trio series. So then Hangman rejoined Nadebushi. Yeah. So five. Yeah. There you go. All right. Maybe but uh, maybe Murray Scroll one day. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Never say never in wrestling, but I don't know if I mean, that he's one. working in AAA now. Is he really? Mm-hmm. I wonder how, what he looks I like. I check in on him every now and then to see what he's up to. Just, yeah. He's in, he was in AAA. You know what they should take, like, somebody should start a promotion with all the canceled wrestlers and just put them all into one fucking oh, boy. It's yeah. him and Del Rio and... Well, I guess uh, you would say Marty's starting to Joey up, Ryan. slowly upgrade himself back. So he went from wrestling just in Puerto Rico to now AAA, which is the biggest promotion in Mexico. Yeah. We'll see if uh, anybody's welcoming enough to... Have them back here, yeah. At least on the indie scene, I'm surprised. Like, you know, I don't know what his pay rate is nowadays, but like, there's yeah. a couple of promotions out there that, like, XPW is a bunch of like they they they'll sign anybody. They're yep. They're kind of like the the. Well, I mean, just think NWA had someone doing cocaine on their show. Why not break? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm You know what? That's something. If Billy Corgan wants to make some more noise, yeah, and lean into that, being like the sleaze yep. of you know. Just hire more, you know. Yep. All those guys or some of those guys don't because yeah, just think his star there is uh, EC three. Yeah. In NWA. Yeah. So um, we'll see yeah. what happens. 
But um, Judgment Day, congratulations. Pay-per-view of the year. P-P-V. There's a lot of good ones this year. There was a lot of good ones. You know, we had a big, good discussion about this one, I think. There, because, uh, I mean, AEW never misses a pay-per-view. I don't think there's ever been a snoozer. No, they've never had a snooze. They had some that, you know, it's been, I would say, in their terms, average. I think they just set the bar so high for themselves on a lot of their pay-per-views that, like, you know, some of them are just average, but they're still really good. Uh, WWE, I think this year, you know, they had an improvement in pay-per-views for sure with uh, Triple H, you know, having a full uh, counter year in charge now. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you had that brief kind of Vince return until this uh, TKO deal. Mm-hmm. Um kind of came together um but now you know now that vince is gone you know you notice there's been definitely an uptick uh in quality of you know shows pay-per-views feuds so it's definitely a lot better than what it had been yeah they put some more stock into it they're mm-hmm. letting the wrestling matches like yep put a little more emphasis on the in-ring and mm-hmm. you're not seeing as many it's still more of a safer style they wrestle than AEW. i would say though for sure but, for sure for sure but it's definitely improved compared to what it was yes and you're not seeing the vince era there was always like a lot of rematches all the time mm-hmm. which hey yeah you would like literally or just random matches for no reason random matches no reason rematches all the time it's like i don't need to see a rematch every single time yeah like, i don't care that much yep. like for a big feud fine but like you don't need to literally have a rematch every month like, yeah Yep, so, anyway, yep, so our pay-per-view of the year, um, we went with WrestleMania 39. Yes. Um, you know, I think we kind of talked about it, you know, what kind of carried it was like the big moment matches they had. Um, like we talked about the triple threat intercontinental title match we had. Um, we talked about the Seth Logan Paul match, which stole the show. Um, where, you know, that's really kind of where Logan Paul had his breakout, I would consider. Um, you know, then you had the tag match to end night one with, um, Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. You had Rhea and Charlotte, um, which is another great one. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you had your Cody Roman match as well. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of good storylines with it. Um, but plus, you know, I think match quality wise for WWE, it's one of their best match quality shows they've had in a long time. Yeah. I'm not even just this year, but. The last several years, mm-hmm. top to bottom, uh, great matches. I mean, even like the Dominic Mysterio. Just the, there's a lot of the, obviously that the match like qualities are great. Dominic Mysterio like prisoner entrance he had. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But there's a lot of um, spectacle. The spectacle mm-hmm. wrestling lived in that show, and then a the lot story of storylines with it. Yeah, storylines are just great matches. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, WrestleMania 39 smashed it out of the park. Um, but with many runner-ups, there was a ton of great shows. AEW put on a bunch of killer shows this year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but um, hats off to 39. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what uh, 40 looks like in our backyard. Tickets are already through the roof. But I didn't even check it into one. <laughs> what do they want to like get in? <laughs> you just look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll talk offline. <laughs> All right. Uh, heading to our next one, bust of the year. So this is the wrestler who, you know, was supposed to be all, have all this hype, all this potential, um, you know, was supposed to be, you know, pushed and then all of a sudden just fell flat on their face and did nothing. Um, so the person, you know, we kind of bounced off a couple people. 
uh, back and forth. You know, one person we talked about is my you know most hated person, uh, Austin Theory. Wait, um, but I said, not to love but I said you can't. Great but you know, my reason was you can't be a bust when you've been a bust your whole career. <laughs> I well, my argument was, and I was actually negative against Austin Theory for the first time. Usually, yeah. I'm pro Austin Theory, but yeah. no. You know, they had him go over John Cena at WrestleMania, which is like a nod to like, oh, this yeah. guy's the next thing. And then after that, just did nothing. For me, like I said, you can't be a boss if you already were one. You know one that I just thought about that right. um, that really just was a bust? Mm-hmm. But, uh, Matt Riddle. Well, he's just a dumbass. That's he's like, a dumbass. Yeah. But he, was, he had the big thing with Randy. And then... I think with Randy going out, it was his time to like be in that big spotlight. Then he gets busted again for whatever kind of violation, and yep. then um, that's Jerry. Okay, that's yeah. Um, and then he comes back and doesn't really do a whole lot, and then gets clipped. Yeah. So, um, well, anyway, but anyway, bust of the year, actual bust of the year. Is we put Karrion Cross down. You know, he came back in that wave of re-signs we had um, the prior year. But when he came back, you know, he heard all these stories of, you know, all right, he's going to be booked as one of their top heels um, on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he started, you know, you saw a lot of him. He was in some bigger things. They kind of teased him going into with Roman. And then all of a sudden, he just completely disappeared. Um, you know, and... He had a vignette tonight where he's starting to come back, but you know, the way they kind of hyped him up, you know, especially the way he was in NXT too. He was, you know, unbeatable in NXT. You know, when he came to the main roster initially, it was with Vince, and Vince had no clue what he was doing with him. Um, So then he got released, came back, um, and like we said, you know, Triple H made it seem like he was going to be a top guy, um, brought him back like he was going to be a top guy, and then all of a sudden, he just. Fell flat on his face. That's it. As they say, yeah, he flopped. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he was a bust year, but you know, I'm curious to see with this vignette and this carrying cross now what their plan is with it. Is he gonna? What's he gonna be this time? Is he gonna flop on his face again, or is he actually gonna get you know a push that he should? So, I mean, I, I I do like the character he has. It's just you know it's he all looks the, good. It's all about execution. I think they just haven't executed correctly with him. No, he looks good. He's got a good look, and if he can find some magic in a bottle mm-hmm. uh, like L.A. Knight, where something just clicks with the audience, yep, uh, you never know. So, yep. uh, carrying crossed. Um, sorry to say, you're the big old load of the year. However, um, 2024 is a fresh start, so we'll see what brings to you in the new year. It is. All right, on to our next thing is we have Breakout Star of the Year. Last year we had the one Gunther, who's still to this day holding that same Intercontinental Championship. Yep, so we were pretty good on that one, I was solid. Um, So our next one, you know, I feel good about this one too. I think heading into next year, uh, continuing that breakout level. So the person we selected... Um, is Swerve Strickland. Whose house? Swerve's house. Yes. Um, he's someone, you know, who this back half of the year um, has just had an unreal year. Um, you know, he's just, with his feud with Hangman, I think it's just taken to another level. Um, he's pushed himself, you know, originally he was in that, like, kind of like mid-tier, I would say, mm-hmm. on AW, you know, throughout most of the year. But now he's kind of pushed himself into that upper echelon. 
in the company and you know even Tony Khan's come out and openly praised you know what Swerve's done and kind of you know said he's going to be a top star um so I'm curious to see what Swerve does um you know another guy who's going to go on here is LA Knight as well but I think what Swerve did um you know especially that like darkness he has in him is something to draw from and I think the match quality he provides is you know more of a higher tier than LA Knight has so that's why I think he went that way with Swerve yeah and he's got an aura around him. They yeah. just walking backstage. He just has and then superstar feeling. Him and Nana together are magic. They are, and I, I think, yeah, I think in twenty, I, I can conf, after watching this match he just had at full gear. I think is I can confidently say in twenty twenty four he will hold a world championship in all elite wrestling. Well, definitely hold some title. Definitely some. We'll see where they pay off the MJF feud. And the thing is, too, what I like about swerve and the not appearing it's like you always get those like random pairings you know just to have someone have a manager and it just sucks and you know it's not good and then it just falls apart like this is a pairing that actually has worked very well together it does like yeah. you have that seriousness with swerve and then you have nana who just does that comes out does that dance as like more over than anything for sure i love it that's the fun thing about pro wrestling just a little bit of everything it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet of entertainment yep um so on that note, just to take a quick pause before you keep going there, mm-hmm. who do you think the devil is? Because I'm sure by the time we come back in the new year, um, that will probably already be answered. I'm going to go... So I told you all okay, between Kyle O'Reilly was an option. Or I could see Wardlow. Wardlow or Jack Perry. I think it's that list of three it's between for me. I'm going to have to lean towards Jack Perry. It looks like the guy is pretty tall. Yeah. Which would be Wardlow. But I don't think he's that jacked. J- Wardlow's jacked. Well, I say, War- say Wardlow's jacked, yeah. Wardlow's jacked, but the the guy, the devil customer, or doesn't the, imagine look that it's Or imagine it's MJF all this time people have said as well. It could it could be. But then they had him beat up MJF. Well, they never showed him get beat up. You know those backstage, they showed him laying down backstage. <clears throat> I think there's only really two ways you can pay this off. It's either MJF himself mm-hmm. or it's Jack Perry, and you're going to create a mega heel out of Jack Perry. Yeah. Um, because other than that, I think if you bring out some random person, it's just going to... Yeah, I think it's like a yeah. far. It'll probably be Wardlow yeah. or Jack Perry, I think. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It'll be kind of fun and yep. interesting. Mm-hmm. I just hope we'll, we'll see how it pays off. I guess yeah. world, uh, World's End, right? Well, because people were comparing them to... Uh, Retribution when they came, mm-hmm. and they're hoping it doesn't. They're like people are worried because like, please don't make it be like Retribution where they, you know, it's it ended up being something super stupid, um, and flops. And you, if the MJF two is your world champion, you don't want to do something that flops as well. No, no, it can weaken him. No, it's it's sort of like you remember when the Dark Order first came in; they were supposed to be this big badass faction. And then once Brody Lee was gone, they kind of just. Well, there's that, and they had that big gang assault on one episode of Dynamite, and yep. they just did a terrible job of selling it and mm-hmm. laying it in, and yes. it that like they ended up that that was like the I think one yeah. of the big strike against them as an organization. They're still yeah. kind of sort of around, but they're just there. But um, but they were supposed to be at one point like the NWO. Yeah, but um, we'll see. I'm gonna go with Jack Perry. Who are you gonna go with? I'll agree. I'll agree. All right, we'll see if Jungle Boy comes back. Because they started the, that storyline after Jack Perry went away, right? Yes. 
Yeah, well, no, because there was the mask part, I think. Was the mask missing? I forget when it went missing. Was it at all in it went missing? Or if it did, that's before, and that's when Jack Curry got suspended. And yeah. They, so I'm gonna, you know, actually, I'm going to switch my answer. I'm going to say it's MJF himself. <laughs> okay. We'll see. I mean, I don't think it'd be Cole. There's no guy. He doesn't have crutches. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say we'll go with MJF. We'll see yeah. how Tony pays, pays this one off. Yeah. All right, moving on to uh, tag team of the year. year. Yep. Um, I think this year what I would say is a down year for tag team wrestling. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard with the bar FTR and the Briscoe set. 2022 is off the chains. And I was actually re-watching before this. Yep. Last year's year-end awards episode. Yep. Last year's episode, last year's tag team matches were off the chain. This year, yeah. I think it's, it's tough to top that. Yeah. Um, so... The one we went with was MJF and Adam Cole. Great story. Great state. Just because I think it's because of the story they have going. Like, you know, the one you could have gone honorable mention, I think, is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're um, but, one of the first uh, part of the But year. once they got the titles and they're done with the Usos, it was just a whole lot of nothing and crap, I would say, with them. And, to, and then they just took the titles off them. Like, their reign was, like, insignificant, and then they split their shows. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this, there's, you know, there's something going with them. You know, they're beyond over with the fans. You know, it's a shame Adam Cole had to get hurt. Hope he recovers uh, quickly. Um, and they can continue this storyline. Or, you know, I'm curious if they, how they go about it with Adam Cole out right now. Because, you know, you see him sporadically still show up on TV while he's been out as well. Yeah. And then we don't know what the status of MJF is. He's, he's yeah. not getting surgery. He's going to get like PRP, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see how that does. And they yeah. said they can just, he can just kind of take it easy and do like, yeah, really more smoke and mirrors matches yep. instead of like going full ham. I don't think he's going to go and do an Iron Man with Danielson anytime no. soon. No. Um, but hopefully he gets that straightened out. Um, because they're hit with the injury bug pretty bad right now, again, uh, yep. with Kenny now being out. Yes. Um, so Just wish him a speedy recovery. They need to keep things going until uh, until they can get our, our boy from uh, New the, Japan? the UK to come over mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, park himself here on Wednesdays mm-hmm. and Saturdays and Fridays. Um, Future world champion uh, at the end of the summer. Next year, I think that's for sure. That's almost a lock. I would yep. say. Well, who do you think? So how do we get? There? Oh, we got a, we got a whole we got a wild talk about that. But well, it's either MJF Osprey or I think Swerve Osprey. That's it. It would be kind of cool if they just let MJF hold it all the way until then. It'll just yep. make it feel like a really big deal. Yep, like a really big deal. The changing of the guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think he can. Unless they do Kenny Osprey three there, yep, and you have MJF do something else. Um, we'll see, we'll yeah. see for sure. But it'd be pretty cool if it is Osprey and MJF for the title, and Osprey takes the title from there. That team. was my initial prediction of what the match would be. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Congratulations, MJF and Adam Cole. Better than you, baby. Moving on to our uh, feud of the year. Um, so went through a couple. This is a few. The few we went with is one that is, you know, very recent. Um, went all the way back, um, early fall. 
ended recently at full gear. Um, so the one we went with is Hangman versus Swerve Strickland. Okay, because you know they had their first match at Wrestle Dream. Mm -hmm. um, you know where Swerve was talking about taking Hangman's spot, and then it kind of carried over. Um, and they had the personal aspects. You know where Swerve went into Hangman's house and everything. Um, and then the death match they had was one of the all time one of the all time greats, maybe matches. the best death match ever. You could put in contention. It's up Pure there. Um, so we went with that as feud of the year because there was you know just the passion that was into it. And when you have a good feud, you have to have passion. This is one, um, you know, you really felt both in the ring and out of the ring. And it makes it so much better when the payoff is mm -hmm. lives up to the hype. And yep. My God, did it ever. Yeah, I don't think anyone expected to get the match we got. Um, you know, because we've seen death matches for an AEW. So we kind of like had an idea of what we were going to get, but then they just took it to another, another level. Like you have Hangman drinking Swerve's blood, for example. You have Swerve just, you know, stapling himself for shits and giggles. Yeah, stapling like, his pecs, stapling his own tits. He's just yep. smiling, going like this. Yep. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, they, they, took, they took it to another level. Yeah. Yeah, so um, hats off to those guys uh, for putting together uh, one of the all-time great feuds of the last several years, and definitely in AEW history in mm -hmm. short order. Yep. Um, so excited to see what's in store for both of these guys. Swerve is definitely a star of the making for 2024, one of the must-watches, like stars to watch in 24. Yep. I think Hang Hangman's going to have a, a, an up-and-coming year. I mean, this year I would say it was kind of a... Down year for him. Well, because he came overall. off being the champion. Came off being the champion, and then he got hurt with a concussion, came yep. back, and just kind of getting back in the thick of things. And yep. um, you know, I think I think next year's the year for for Hangman to kind of get back into that uh, upper echelon of the uh, main event scene. It's hoping so for him. Yeah, we'll see. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one. Match of the year. Match year. I think this one was probably you know one of the easiest. Easier ones. We are, we are between two, really. I think it was the death match we just talked about, but then this one, you know, before that match even happened, this one was the runaway for me from the start. Um, going before that match happened, death match is the only thing that made me consider changing, but after thinking about it, you know, I stuck with my original thought. Well, we had um, our little committee meeting before this, yep. and this one was tough to actually we had to like like actually go through like all right this like everything to a process of elimination on this one because i was even considering also in that the iron man match with danielson and mjf earlier yeah. in the year but i didn't even consider it for this one i, I just kept going match, back yeah. to sitting there at my desk on tv in june watching these two artists just mm -hmm. like technical masterpiece yeah, uh, top it was a masterpiece. The heat of the crowd, just all of yep. it. It, uh, it lived up to the hype too, because you know normally we should, I guess we should reveal what it should, is first. Yeah. Uh, so we put Omega Osprey too. Um, you know, especially because you know the match they had at Wrestle Kingdom in January, out of this world, and the bar was set so high for them going into the second match, being like, all right. The first one was so good. How can they live up to the hype on the second one? And they exceeded what they did in the first match, I think, personally. Yes. Which is extremely hard to do. When you deliver so well the first time, how do you come back and, you know, up that bar the second time and beat it? And they did it. 
Yeah, it's almost like what? How do you if you do a trilogy match? They're one and one. They have to yeah. someday do the trilogy. How is it going to live up to those two? Yeah, and if you keep wait wait the challenges, they're both getting well. Not Osprey. Osprey is like in his prime. But, yeah, um, but Kenny's getting older, and he's his having health, some. Yeah, his, his health isn't as what it used to be. Yeah. Um. So it's it'll be interesting to see if they ever do have that payoff match, or do you just leave it? You just leave it and not taint it. I think eventually they'll come back to it. But, you know, now that they're both in AEW, um, Kenny's hopefully able to come back and be, be healthy again. You know, they can get at it any time they want. We'll see. For sure. But, oh, my God, hell of a match. For sure. For sure. Broke, broke the star ratings, you know. Did. I, I might go back and watch it again this weekend. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, what do we got next, Capri? Next one we have, so we have two left, um, is we have Women's Wrestler of the Year. I think this Lady one, in red. I think uh, this one was probably the easiest one to decide on. By far. Out of I didn't even have to blink twice to say the reason. Yeah, now if we were maybe picking this one maybe, you know, like three months from now, I think it would be a little tougher to decide. Well, because, because there's, there's someone up. who's, you know, up and coming, you know, and, you know, slowly scratching up towards the top. Or she likes the fresh top. produce. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those who know what we're talking about, the person who, who did not win it, though, um, but it's kind of, you know, I think if we had this three months later, we'll be in the conversation is Tony Storm with what she's been doing. Because um, I think what she has been going, you know, I would say is the best woman's character we've had in a while. Yes, for sure. Um, and she's, it's just getting started. She hasn't even scratched the surface yet, I'm sure, um, of what she's doing. Um, and, you know, since it's so early, we couldn't consider her because it's so new. Whereas this person just crushed it since WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, well, I guess you would say since January. Because yeah. they won the Royal Rumble. They yeah. won the title of Mania, and they've just been on this dominant run since. Um, so the person we picked is Rhea Ripley, Ran or Ripley. Mommy. Mommy. Um, mm-hmm. would, you yeah. have, would you, uh, I'm would you a tattoo have, person you, like that? Uh, I'm not dinner a, with Mommy? I'm not a heavy tattoo and super muscular person. If you look at the older pictures of her, yeah. But new ones, think about the whole, like, motionless and white kind of, like, yeah. gimmick that she has going on with the dark hair and the earrings uh, and the dark, like, I do not into the goth look. Not for me. But I'll still respect the talent she has. Oh, she has great talent. Yeah, yeah. sure. But uh, can't hate on can't hate on her at all. No, I don't hate on her at all. <laughs> but yeah, the year she had, you know, with the Judgment Day. Yes, you know, she's kind of been that leader for them. Um, you know, she's had a dominant run as the women's champion. You know, no one's really come close to beating her. Um, so it makes you wonder with her who's going to be the one to take her down. Um, but yeah, I don't think any woman came close, you know, as, as you're taking the year as a whole to what she did. I would say, like, as a third runner-up, but she just doesn't have the platform to be, like, in that echelon of that conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Athena was doing the run that she did this past year, but on a bigger platform, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. AEW TV mm-hmm. yep. and was the world champion in doing that. Like I yep. would say, she could be in that conversation, but yep. uh, it's just not 
not there right yeah. now. Yeah. So, um, congratulations, Rhea Ripley. And then our final award um, burr, 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 burr. is our Men's Wrestler of the Year. Uh, I, I think this one I had an easier time picking, too. Not as easy as Rhea Ripley, but I think I had an easier time picking this. Um, because, you know, when it comes to certain people, you know, I need them to be there all the time. And this one was. This one was there all the time. Um, so who we went with for our uh, men's wrestler of the year is MJF. You know, um, I think before this title reign, you know, maybe even slightly around it, he wasn't really known as like a, you know a good in ring guy, like talent wise. No, like he was just like that mouthpiece who was just solid in the ring. But I think you know he's taken this last like I say year to two. Um, to really focus on his craft and take it to another level. Um, but I think this year, you know, is where he really, you know, finally started to, like, exceed expectations. Like, he had the Iron Man match he had with Danielson. Um, going back to the year before, like, going back a little before, he had his dog, dog car match with Punk. Um, you know, his feud with Jay White was a good feud, but the, ma the match was good. Um, but it was all right. His Adam Cole match at um, Fallen was great. Yep. Um, so he just really used this year to take his, you know, talent to another level. Uh, I agree. And I think the big thing of being special and longevity in pro wrestling is all about evolution and mm -hmm. evolving. And that is something we saw MJF do leaps and bounds of this year. His, yep. his physique, incredible. Yep. Uh, his in-ring uh, quality, incredible. Some of the match, like, off the charts this year. Yep. When he changed his character kind of, too. His character evolved, too. Yep. He went from being the piece of shit... To like being, we had empathy for him. Yeah, and a piece of shit you like now. Yes, and like you thought, all right, he's going to team up with Cole and just yep. like kick him the back of the head, and yeah, yep. it's going to be over. But no, they kept like they, yep, they the kept whole like, the friendship it, going. Then, yep, yep. And they still kind of tease it. Like they showed him on a boat having a beer on in a yep. vignette on one of the episodes, and yep. he even thought about it. Like the the ring, he's like, no, I love yep. him. I love him. I love him. Yep. But, um. So it's you're seeing that character evolve, and you're seeing new little things like the kangaroo kick, and like yeah. kind of like he gets uh, the dumbest stuff over. <laughs> and that's that's what wrestling is: getting stuff over. Yes, that's, that's the whole magic of mm -hmm. it. Um, so hats off to MJF for one absolute hell of a year, and also by he just, he's also now the longest reigning AEW World Champion ever, ever. Yep, held the title for over a year at this mm -hmm. point. So congratulations, MJF on. A spectacular year, one for all the ages, for probably the MVP of AEW. Oh, for sure. Since, maybe since day one. Yeah. You can't argue that. He's always, always been there. Always been there. Um, always somebody you can count on. Always somebody you, you watch. When he comes on TV, you gotta watch. Yep. You gotta hear what he has to say. So, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. And I'm ready to see what next year brings. I'm sure we'll be doing a uh, next year preview show. Uh, we make our prediction for what we think will happen with uh, our wrestlers next year and where it will go. Yep, and we will heat up as we go into Mania season mm -hmm. and get ready for that big run. Yep, coming up in uh, in the first the first quarter, it's going to be exciting for mm -hmm. sure. A yep, lot of, a lot of big stuff ahead. So, uh, and broadcast negotiations and Sting's final match. Sting's final match that'll be emotional, and then um, free agency mm -hmm. like uh, Okada's out there still. 
Who else is McIntyre, coming up? McIntyre, they're saying, comes up. Who else is out there? So McIntyre, Okada. Who else do like a hot stove Mercedes is still out there. Yes. Now they're uh, saying she might go back. Julia. Yep. Stardom. Um, there's a lot. There's still good, some solid crews out there. Yeah, 2024 is going to be a... I think, like, it could, without a shadow of a doubt, a monumental yeah. year. I think they said Andrade is coming up soon, too. Yeah, and I don't see him coming back. Yeah. Because I think he's had issues with Tony Khan. They yeah. haven't really been using him to, like, that much, and I just, I don't know. They've been trying to recently. Is he welcome back? I mean, I like, guess he could always go back to WWE with Charlotte's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is easily able to go back to WWE with Charlotte being there. Um, uh, I think. TNA needs a big name. Yeah. Now, if they're trying to, like, get their brand in the fresh one. I think he's just WWE or stays in AEW. I don't think he's going anywhere else. Let's see. Um, but uh, it's, it's fun. We'll do, yeah. like, hot stove edition. Yeah. Soon. But, um... That's all we got. We're out of time, and yep. thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed the, the second annual Wrestling Makes the World Takes year-end awards. Uh, join us on social media uh, at uh, Wrestling Makes on X, and follow us on YouTube and TikTok as well. And I want to try to get an Instagram account going, because it's just a, we could do some, I got some ideas for that, doing some fun stuff there too. So, um, But follow us at Wrestling Makes wherever you get your social media, and wherever you get your podcast. On Apple, Google, Spotify, and wherever else, kick a little flavor in your ear. And um, also to, uh, on YouTube as well, if you want to get a glimpse mm-hmm. of uh, the, the, the handsome Caparonis over here. So, but for CB and AD, we're out of time here on the Wrestling Makes the World. Takes. Peace.